How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Good morning and welcome to this week's edition of the Fan Golf Show. Right here on 93.7 The Fan. I am Mike Todorich. I'm your host. Every Saturday morning from 7 to 8 a.m. I'm sure everybody, well, most people, I would guess, remembers that commercial on TV starring the camel who kept saying, what what day is it? What day is it? And then, of course, he says, Mike, 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 Mike. And that has nothing to do with what we're going to be talking about today. But I mention it because... It it's, was kind of a memorable commercial, uh, the memorable dialogue from, from the camel. However, what we are going to be talking about today um, is something way different. And you'll no doubt remember this little intro, and um, you'll be hearing it a lot over the next week. And it goes like this. historic song um, created just for the masters and uh, we'll hear it over and over again until the final putt drops next Sunday afternoon what I've been thinking about this week is is how the masters experience has changed Uh, and the focus of that is the final round today of the Augusta National Women's Amateur Tournament. Um, They played the first two rounds at Champions Gate, which is a really high-end golf course not far from Augusta. They had a practice round yesterday. Those who finished in the top 30 of that um, 72-woman field. So they had their practice day. Now their minds are all scrambled because (laughs) they probably have no idea how they're going to play that place. Um, If you think one practice round is going to help, just put this into perspective. A first-timer has not won the Masters since 1979. So somebody's going to win. But it's going to be real interesting what they end up shooting there. And that's just part of how the Masters has changed. Excuse me. Six years ago, they started the drive, chip, and putt competition, which is a local, regional, and then national competition for kids 7 to 15, boys and girls. And... It has become 
a monster event. Kids are coming out for the local regionals in massive numbers, and they they get to play their final competition um, Sunday morning, tomorrow morning, at Augusta National on the practice facilities. And that's televised, and it's become one of Golf Channel's um, biggest draws. Now, we have a young man from Western Pennsylvania. I mentioned him last week. Um, he'll be playing. We've had other young kids playing over the years. So now we're going to have this year the women playing their final round. Uh, it's, we'll see from 12 till 3 on TV this afternoon. We'll have the drive, chip, and putt tomorrow morning from, I think it's 8 to noon. And then practice rounds start on Monday for the Masters. Back in the day, not that I'm sounding like uh, an old timer, but as long as 7, 8, 9, 10 years ago, Sunday afternoon, the start of Masters week, was a pretty quiet place at Augusta. The members would play that day, and I hate to say a lot of times, but there were times when one of the tour players who was in early, who either didn't make the cut at the you know this week's tournament, or just didn't play the week before the Masters, they would come in and play a practice round and many times they'd hook up with the members at Augusta. I think that still happens, but the quietness of, of that Sunday afternoon, I, I would think, is gone. Uh, with the kids being there, um, their family, uh, I don't know, because I haven't been to cover it, but I don't know what the restriction are, restrictions are in terms of once the kids are done, what are they allowed to do? Are they allowed to go watch the practice round? Or do they have to get off the premises real quick? It's just, it's not amazing. It's kind of evolution. The, the Masters has been all about growing the game, and they've done that with the drive, putt, and chip, and now with this new women's championship. Um, unfortunately, the only downer to this is that the uh, Augusta National Women's Amateur is going up against the LPGA's first major of the year, the ANA Inspiration. So there has been some consternation among players and LPGA officials about who's going to go, which amateurs are going to stay uh, with the major, and there's been some of those. Um, the other thing that I thought was cool was, like the Masters, the women's event to, uh, today will have honorary starters on the first tee, just like the men do. Um, Sayri Pak, Lorena Ochoa, Nancy Lopez, and Annika Sorenstam will be those um, uh, starters. Those are four of the, the great names in LPGA history. And 
it's, you know, it's very similar to having Jack Nicholas, Gary Player, and Arnold Palmer on that first tee to be the ceremonial starters. Leading going into today's um, competition is Jennifer Cupcho, who is the number one ranked amateur uh, in the world. She's a, a Wake Forest College, Wake Forest University player. And she's at five under par. In at second is Maria Fossi uh, from Italy, and she's in at four under. For the Masters, Augusta National sets up at about what's listed as 7,475 yards. Um, that, that varies depending on where they put the tees. For the ladies today, it'll be set up between 63 and 6,400 yards. And they'll play it essentially from the members' tees. So there's a lot of interest in how the ladies will play there. And um, obviously, this will be a big step for whoever wins in, in um, giving their career a boost. And one other thing about this is this will be only the second competition held at Augusta uh, National since it was formed. The PGA Seniors Championship was played there in 1937 and 1938. Jock Hutchison and Fred McLeod were the two winners. And in the second year, there were 37 players and only four of them from the USA. Pretty interesting. Um, I'll be watching. Uh, I want to check it out. And later on in the afternoon, the Valero Texas Open will be um, played. Sewoo Kim is 12 under par. Included in that was a hole-in-one yesterday on the 16th hole, a 9-iron for 167 yards. Uh, Ricky Fowler is minus 8. A name we haven't heard from in a while is Jordan Spieth. He's also minus, minus 8. Harold Varner III also is minus eight. And they, there are five, six players who are in at minus eight. So um, notable there is the fact that Jordan Spieth seems to have found something after being on um, an extended, <laughs> not vacation surely, but uh, an extended uh, away from the spotlight, so that's pretty good timing for that. If if he is, uh, as I suspect he is, timing his schedule to be at uh, top form next week when everybody gets gets to Augusta. Let's take a look around at the uh, PGA earnings report. It's brought to you by Duncan Financial Group, making it all work together. I was looking this week, and, and um, McElroy hasn't played. Um, Xander Shoffley hasn't played. Um, but a couple guys who have played and played really well recently, Matt Kuchar has played in 10 events. He's earned $4.22 million, and he has two wins. Um, as you know, Kuchar, ha Kuchar has been in the crosshairs of a a fair amount of controversy 
um, since the beginning of the year. There was his the issue about him not paying his uh, temporary caddy for winning the um, World Golf Champion World Golf Championships Mexico Championship last year, and he eventually came to the table and and cleared that up. And then there was his dust up with. Sergio Garcia last week in the match play championship, and he did nothing wrong. He played according to the rules, and Sergio, being the petulant child that he is at age 40-whatever he is, um, raked the ball away after missing a par putt, and instead of waiting to see if Kuchar was going to give him that. He whacked it away, and he ended up getting a, a, a losing the hole because he had not given Kuchar the opportunity. And of course, there was you could see them on TV discussing it. Um, and yeah, I, I just don't know. The other one um, in in the at the top of the uh, PGA earnings report is Paul Casey. He's played in 11 events, won $3.1 million, and he's won once. But he's been there in contention, and he's a guy who hasn't been around much uh, at all. Um, but he's uh, showing his face again, and that's pretty cool for, for a guy who, who hasn't played well for quite a while. And that's the PGA Earnings Report, brought to you by Duncan Financial Group, making it all work together. And there's also the Hops Around the Tour, a look at hot golfers presented by Miller Lite and Inco Beverage of Greensburg. The stat that jumped out at me this week, there have been 54 drives this year over 400 yards. 54. Justin Thomas is the leader there at 457 yards at the WGC Championships in Mexico. Patrick Rogers logged one at 428. Now, I don't know all the, the um, weather conditions and the course conditions. All I know is how in the world can the UG USGA look at that stat and not give at least a hint that maybe we have a distance problem on, in golf? Anyway. That is Hops Around Golf, a hot look at a look at hot golfers, presented by Miller Lite and Inco Beverage Greensburg. All right, it's time for our first break, and it'll be a 2020 sports update. You're listening to the Golf Show on 93.7 The Fan. 